are destined, as God wants to see us before his face and before his throne, what? To the eternal life and abundant life with God. Hallelujah. Amen. May the Lord bless you in that way. I believe that's God's desire to us. Amen. And of course, as we get back into the chapters of the book, talking about the carnal divisions in the church, uh, it's talking, uh, uh, Pat is saying here that uh, there are what? Simple laborers, shopkeepers, small business people who had only a what? Basic education, rudimentary education. I mean, they just had a basic foundation education. They didn't really, they, they weren't even scholars and what? Physicians and doctors or any of that. Of course, we have those. But, you know, these were just plain old ordinary people, you know, and uh, not, he said here that what, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, confound the wise, and God has what, chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. So we must trust in the living God. That's found first, uh, first Corinthians 1, 26 and 27. And of course, I think he's just trying to say and show us here that it's important to uh, recognize uh, those who humble themselves before the Lord. Humbling yourself before God allows the Holy Spirit to work in us in the way that God desires, okay? These people being humble, they might receive supernatural visions and dreams. Mm -hmm. They could lay hands on the sick. They were healed. They could move in the, uh, the, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit, which I believe is, is called charismatic. Mm -hmm. Charismatic or revelatory gifts that came from their what? Ability. It gave them the ability to do what God wanted them to do. You know, to reach... Uh, the lives that God intended for them to reach, you know, their the peer group is what? Uh, the, the, the group that they are around, I believe, that they can identify with, all right? But bottom line is they were able to reach even ones that uh, normally couldn't be reached. And it was through them just remaining humble, humble. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will what? Lift you up in the due season and time. All right? Again, here he's saying, um, but, you know, if we are not careful, we can become proud or arrogant. And that, you know, can actually cause things to fall to pieces, you know? Um, it says here again, what? Um, in malice be babes, but in understanding be mature. That's First Corinthians 14. He told him, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. When I, under I understood as a child, I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away the childish things. So it's important to walk with God and, you know, not try to do things in yourself. Self can be your worst enemy, all right? But as we deny self and realize that self should have died, according to the scriptures, Self is dead and the new man is alive in us. That man has to come forth and grow in grace and the knowledge and the love of Jesus Christ. All right. So this, I think, is what he was trying to bring out. Uh, the importance of being sensitive to God. 
And that's what inspired me with my message, okay? He went on here and he said what? The early church was clearly uh, pride among unlearned people, just as in the church today. Pride and a party spirit hmm, can develop among those who are not fully grounded in faith. So we definitely have to be grounded. We have to be uh, settled. We have to be, uh, we have to grow. We have to be strengthened. We have to be well-rounded. I think that's what grounded is saying too. Well-rounded and grounded. You know, not just immature and able to, uh, and we can't be, we just can't do what God wants us to do if we're not learning and growing. You know, it should be a continual growth process in the Lord. And of course, it begins with us examining ourselves. Examine yourself and see whether or not you be in the faith. And of course, when you examine yourself, you examine yourself according to the word of God. You know, we know where we are, you know, if we really take the time and, and search things out and then allow what? The Holy Spirit to help us to see what we need to see. All right. God helps us to see it according to his word, just what we need and just what he wants to do in our lives. All right, scripture tells us what? To be eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and bonds of peace until we come into what? Knowledge of a perfect man under the fullness of Jesus Christ. That perfect man can only become that through simply walking with the Lord, you know, and through what? Unity. It's important to keep, you know, support my brother, support my sister, you know, continue to, to love them as God loves me. And just to be there for one another, God what resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble, 1 Peter 5, 5. So there is nothing that uh, any of us have, whether education or wisdom or wealth, that did not come from what? The heavenly power. We should constantly what, be on alert against pride and a party spirit. What in the world is a party spirit? A spirit that... Uh, just wants to do things their way. This is my hope that my basically part of my interpretation. Yeah, a spirit that just wants to, you want to have a, you want to praise the Lord, but you don't want to do what he tells you. You know, it, it's important to obey God. You know, if he's, if he's blessing you, if he's, uh, you know, he's poured out his grace and his love on you, you know, he's continually just working with you. You know, that party spirit means that you can kind of want to do what you want to do instead of, you know, and then pride, you know, you, you just say, hey, I'm it. You know, I got myself up on my own bootstraps. But, you know, bottom line is that you have done nothing. You can't do nothing. Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. All right. So it's important for us to, to understand that. All right. And, um, I guess another thought here is when Jesus Christ was on the earth, he informed his disciples that no man could come to him unless he was led by the Lord. All right. This is so important. It's being led, being sensitive. You have to learn to be sensitive to even be led by the Lord. Get the Holy Spirit in your life and you don't even recognize his leading. This is what I believe the Lord is really uh, kind of giving me a point on today is to follow the Lord's promptings, follow his leading, learn how to walk with the Lord, and God truly will walk with you, 
All right, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 3. In other words, the statement which affirms a person's experience as a Christian is directly given by the Holy Spirit. All right, the Holy Spirit is an amazing teacher. That's what John 16 brings out. All right, it says the spirit of truth will come and guide you in all truth. He will not speak his own words to you. He will speak what he hears, revealing to you the things to come and bringing glory to Jesus. And of course, the spirit what has unlimited access to, the, to Jesus and to the Father. They come, he comes from the Father, all right? And his work is to make known to us the will and the heart of God, all right? And he says here, all that the Lord possesses and knows uh, the Spirit has access to that, just as everything the Father has is from uh, Jesus has, all right? They, they work one with the other. They are in harmony to bring forth the will and the purpose and the plan of God in our lives, yep, all right? That is what? The reason I'm confident that he will care for the Lord's own and reveal his, the path of the Lord to us. For a little while, the Lord, the Lord said, you won't see me, but after a time will come, then you will see me again. Jesus is coming again. He said, we're going to see him again. But right now, what? The Holy Spirit is at work in us. He is at work in the world. He is at work to bring forth the mind of Christ, the will of God. Hallelujah. He's at work. But I think it's important that we understand the promptings. And you know, that's gonna be a part I kind of gleaned a little bit from Charles Stanley already, because uh, he was talking about the importance of being obeying the leading of the Lord, obeying the promptings of God, all right? And the promptings are what? To move into action, and uh, you, uh, you are incited, all right, by the Spirit. You are, um, you are moved by the Spirit. You're, you just learn to move and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, all right? Promptings are, are there to assist us uh, acting as well as reciting by suggesting or saying the next words of something forgotten or imperfectly learned. Okay, I have to, I have to work on giving you the experience on that. We probably have experienced it in one way or the other, but the main thing is that the Holy Spirit and his presence is what we want to learn to walk in. We have God dwelling on the inside of us, and we don't realize how to allow him to, to move and work and lead us in our lives. But I know it's his purpose to lead and guide us into all truth. We know that. All right? The Holy Spirit may what? Produce a subtle feeling of gratitude. He may also produce peace in our hearts. He may also uh, bring forth love in our hearts or what? The presence of God. We'll experience the presence of God and nobody can experience the presence of God for you. Amen. All right. But the main thing is that these are the promptings of the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us into divine truth. All right. Bearing witness to the things that are true from the Lord. I've been trying to stress this for a I don't know. I've been trying to teach it. I've been trying to uh, really share it with others. But I think I just have to keep allowing the Holy Spirit to help me to try to bring it and reveal it. 
you know, to those that he wants uh, uh, to be to learn and experience it. All right. It also describes what the Holy Spirit as a burning fire in your bones. Huh? Yeah, like Jeremiah. It's like fire in your bones sometimes. Goodness gracious. But that's the prompting of the Holy Spirit. You know, and of course, th these things, we want to be able to do this because as we go into uh, chapter 24, it's talking about miracles that uh, Robinson experienced. He experienced some amazing uh, miracles. And I've noticed that in the 30 years or more, I have been around him, been learning about Pat Robinson, been experiencing him. My mother actually uh, was under his, uh, you know, that watched him all the time and she gleaned from him. And uh, the main thing was that the gifts of the Spirit were working in his life, all right? And not only his life, but those that were uh, co-hosts, those around him. Uh, and now it's uh, his son, Gordon, the same thing. I noticed that the Spirit of God prompts them at times to do, to, to act, you know, to, uh, to bring forth a word, you know, a word of knowledge, a word of truth, you know, of guidance. And then uh, even speaking what? Healing and miracles into the lives of God's people. And, you know, we, are, we, are, we are know that God wants the same thing for us. We are no exception. You know, we, are, whether we're young, old, or even maybe some of the babies, you know, but the main thing is that the Spirit of God wants to teach us how to follow his leading. Follow the prompting of the Lord, all right? And, of course, that it, it, it may vary how God may deal with you compared to me. But there's certain things that will basically be the same, and that is the presence of God. I don't think changes among any of us. The presence of God, you know, God can manifest himself to the point where you know that you know that you know that you know. And so I'm just excited about that. The promptings of the Lord bring forth what? The power and excellency of the Holy Spirit. All right? That's the work of the Lord in us. All right? And what? To walk in the Spirit is what? To obey the initial promptings of the Spirit. Do you wish that God's directions were clearer to you? Do you wonder if on the right, you're on the right track? You know, are you doing this right before the Lord? Are you doing what's pleasing? Do you know or have any idea or assurance that you're in God's will and doing what pleases him? Think about these things. All right, keep them before the Lord, you know, because I assure you God will answer you. He will, he will lead and guide you. He will confirm to your spirit, the spirit of the Lord, what? bears witness with our spirit that we are, number one, born of the Lord. We are his sons and daughters when we're born by the Holy Spirit, all right? Are we, what, living and walking in our life by our own strength or and of the wisdom of the Lord rather than, what, being confident that we are being led by God's spirit of excellence? The Bible, what, tells us to walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen. Galatians 5, 16. All right. What, what is the flesh? The flesh, what? Walls against the spirit. And the spirit is against the flesh. And these are contrary, what? One to the other. 
one opposes the other, and of course the other opposes the other. But the key is you defeat what? The flesh by walking in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. What do you do when you walk in the spirit? You just simply have a mind to walk with God. It's just I think that basic. So that what? That the things that were trying to come up against you, they won't prevail over you. Okay? That's important. But what? If you are led of the spirit, you are not under the law, is what the word says. And there was what? 632 laws that they could not keep. These laws were important. That's why God brought them forth. But then what? The Lord even revised that because what? In Exodus, he gave Moses the Ten Commandments. And those Ten Commandments, I think, summed it all up. Amen. Hallelujah. But those 632 laws, there's no way in the world we could keep them. Hallelujah. And that's why what? The, 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 the what? You are not under the law anymore. Romans 8 talks about it. You are not under condemnation, but you, but the law of, the, of, of grace has made you free from the law of sin and death. The law of grace. Hallelujah. Amen. There is now therefore no condemnation to those who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the law of the spirit of life have made me free from the law of sin and death. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's so important, church. Pay attention to the promptings of the spirit. You know, ask God. Hallelujah. He is Gideon. He gave what? Gideon some signs, uh, even though that was what? Then he's, Gideon said, Lord, if it's you, uh, make the fleece wet and the ground dry. And then he did it one more time. And he said, what? Lord, if it is you, make the what? The fleece dry and make the ground uh, wet with the dew. And God did just what he asked. If, if Gideon can ask from the Lord, don't you think we can? Yes, yes indeed. And then David, uh, King David, he had times where he needed the prompting and the leading of the Lord. And of course, it's in the word of God. He was in battle. And he had to seek the Lord. He said, Lord, but is it time for me to go up and, and, and win this battle? And of course, uh, the Lord gave him a sign. He said, when you hear the rustling in the trees, then you go up. <laughs> and he went up. Hallelujah. The prophet of the Holy Spirit, uh, mustered the, the moving of the Spirit caused the trees, hallelujah, to rustle. The wind, I don't know if it was just wind, but it was the wind of the Lord. And David went up and he won the battle. So I'm telling you, it's amazing when we pay attention and walk in the spirit. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless the Lord. All right. So what? Uh, they which do such things in the flesh shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians uh, 5 verses 19 through 21. Those selfish, worldly ugly, ungodly desires of man. Uh, they, these reveal what? The works of the flesh. And we that uh, do those things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So brothers and sisters, we must what? Walk and pursue the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against these, there's no law. There's no law that says that 
they're, they're, they're wrong. You know, they are right before God. Amen. Live in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. We don't have to uh, deal with uh, vain glory. You know, vain glory is, again, self. Self jumping in the picture. You know, and trying to, uh, you know, you're trying to get the credit for something that really you should be giving the credit to God. You know, and we, that way we don't uh, stand a chance of warring and provoking each other or envying and being jealous of one another. Why should I be jealous of you? If you God has blessed you, and if, 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 if everything goes as it should, and I do what I'm supposed to do, he won't bless me. Hallelujah. The Lord has no respect of person. So just follow the prompting of the Spirit, and I assure you that God will bring forth the excellency of the Spirit in our lives. Hallelujah. Miracles are yet to come. Because that's what we're seeing here in uh, Pat Robinson's life. All these miracles. Oh, wow. Talks about how um, he also witnessed the miraculous demonstration of God's power every time they would pray together on the air on the 700 Club. When he first began broadcasting, he led the audience in prayer. And what? There was never a word of knowledge. One day, what? He was the sole host on the program. He was sitting at the desk in front of the microphone asking people to pray. As he prayed, something strange came on him. He smelled peanut butter. I could taste peanut butter, he said. I even felt surrounded by peanut butter. So I said, I'm not sure what this is, but somebody in this audience is involved with peanut butter and has a heart condition. <laughs> he said, it turned out that one of our audience members indeed was involved with peanut butter. She had dropped a job of it in her kitchen. She was on her hands and knees wiping it up at the moment when the television was playing in the background. As the word of knowledge went forth, she was the recipient and claimed the healing of her heart condition in the midst of the peanut butter. <laughs> I know it's somewhat amusing, but that was my introduction on the air of moving into words of knowledge. See, God has what? The gifts of the spirit, the word of the knowledge. Words of knowledge is one. Hallelujah. Word of uh, faith is another one. The gift of faith, I think it is. There are, I think there are 12 of them, 12 of them. And words of knowledge is one of them. Hallelujah. And I noticed how he would go forth and do that from time to time. It was amazing. But I believe that the Holy Spirit had the same for us. So get ready, church. Get ready, hallelujah, get ready, get ready, get ready. Because God is getting ready to prompt us and take us to another level. It's simply astounding what? That the Holy Spirit of God would give to his people revelation and power to heal members in an audience throughout the nation and around the world. Hallelujah. But uh, bottom line is, again, here he said, what? I felt the Holy Spirit saying he was healing somebody's knee. I said to that uh Somebody's, uh, that somebody's knee was being healed and at, uh, added. And he, of course, uh, he said it was the right knee, he believed. And now the broadcast was taped, right? The tape was sent to a distant city to be played a week later. The woman in that city was watching the program. Look at this. The right knee is being healed, she said to the television. No, dummy. It's the left knee. <clears throat> and right there, why? Then on the tape, my boy said, no, it's not the right knee, it's the left knee. And the woman's left knee was healed. 
how can a viewer take talk to a tape, <laughs> a week old live broadcast, and have it actually respond in her statement? So a minute, amazing here. As I have walked with the Spirit of God, I have realized His incredible wisdom. As we now have recorded, thousands and thousands of suffering individuals have been identified, often by name, and healed by a word of knowledge given to me or a co-host. God is amazing, isn't he? He's amazing, I'm telling you. So I could keep going on and on, but I think you're getting the message that I'm trying to give you, all right? Uh, God is just telling us, you know, get rid of everything that's not like him. Live a life filled with love. Following what? The example of Jesus. Imitate the Lord. Imitate God. By, you imitate God by what? Imitating Jesus. We have never seen God. We have, we have, most of us, most, majority of us, never seen Jesus. But the Holy Spirit is an amazing teacher. He's an amazing prompter. He's an amazing guide to reveal the truth of Jesus. Hallelujah. The Lord loved us and offered himself what? as sacrifice for us and God is what we are a pleasing aroma to the Lord amen hallelujah God's telling you today you will reign with me in my kingdom forever continue to overcome temptation Revelation 3:21. Lord I just thank you again for your word today I thank you Lord that the Holy Spirit is working an amazing work of excellence in each of our lives. I thank you, hallelujah, that the miracles are yet coming forth. Hallelujah. Miracles of healing, miracles of salvation, miracles of financial blessing and breakthrough. Lord, you even gave Deanna and I one today, another miracle. Broke loose, Lord, and I thank you for it. Hallelujah. Miracles, Lord. I just even declare miracles in my own body of healing especially this bone, Lord, in my right side. And if there's anything in my left, I declare that. I declare miracles of healing. I declare miracles of deliverance. Lord, whatever it is that's needed in households, we bring it to you now. And we ask that the Holy Spirit would just prevail in our lives. Take charge, Holy Spirit, and do what you would have to be done Hallelujah. Give us, Lord, just that mustard seed thing to believe you and then to receive from you. If you say what? To the mountain, be cast into the sea. That mountain's got to obey and be cast into the sea, and it will happen. Believe on the name of Jesus Christ. Ask the Father in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever it is, and it shall be done. Lord, we give you all the praise and the glory today. If there's anybody under my voice that needs to rededicate or draw closer, may you draw them closer to you, Lord, at this time. Bring healing in their hearts and in their minds, in their families. Whatever it is, Father, I pray that you will supply according to the riches that are in Christ Jesus. We bless you now. In Jesus' name, Jesus name. Amen, amen and amen.